This podcast was created for female business owners, coaches, and service providers to answer this question. How can I take what I already know, turn it into a short and simple self-published book, then leverage that book into six and seven figures and beyond? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Jessica DeBry. Welcome to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Hello there. Welcome back to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast, Episode 6. Today we're talking all about the two big reasons to self-publish instead of publishing with a traditional publishing house. This is something that a lot of people inquire about, like why is it beneficial? Is one better than the other? And of course, there's great things about both. There's also drawbacks to both. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. I truly believe that all entrepreneurs should self-publish, whether you're a brand new entrepreneur whether you're more established. You know, even big names that could get book deals or have gotten book deals, they make conscious choices to self-publish. I think the biggest example of that is the amazing Kara Allwell, who, uh, if you haven't read one of her books, I love her Girl Code book. That was one of my books that changed uh, my outlook on entrepreneurship. And that book, you know, her story, if you're not familiar with it, she made the conscious choice to self-publish. And her books built up her platform along with her social media. And her book, Girl Code, was actually reformatted into a book deal with a division of Penguin Random House. And so she, you know, she did all the things, right? She self-published, then she got the book deal, and she always thought that's what she always wanted. And then after her book deals were done, she did that book and then an an additional book. She went back to self-publishing. And she told me, because I had the opportunity to be interviewed for one of her podcasts a while back, a long time ago, she told me I'll never go back. I'll never go back to a traditional publishing house. I will always self-publish. And we're going to talk more about, you know, I know the reasons why she chose that because this is my wheelhouse and this is what I, I talk to women with all the time. But, you know, that's that's a real conscious choice that once you understand the benefits that you get from self-publishing that you're not going to get from a traditional publishing house, you really don't want to go back. Another good example I want to share is Ryan Holiday. Actually, my husband loves Ryan Holiday. He's on like this big stoicism kick right now. He loves philosophy, all that sort of stuff. So if you know anything about stoicism, you already know Ryan Holiday. (laughs) He actually just published a children's book and he self-published that. He chose to self-publish that. He's done all of his books through a traditional publishing house, but he made the conscious choice to self-publish, even though he has millions of followers across all of his platforms at a humongous email list. He could have very well gotten a very huge book deal for that book. But again, he made that conscious choice to self-publish. You know, there's never been a better time in history to self-publish than right now. And there's two big reasons for that. I think the biggest reason is that Amazon's KDP platform, KDP stands for Kindle Direct Publishing, their platform makes it incredibly easy. You Once you have all the pieces, you basically upload everything to their platform, meaning your manuscript and the PDF form, and then, of course, your cover and your book description. And then, you know, within a week, your book is live and available to be bought on Amazon. How 
freaking cool is that? <laughs> and then also the second reason why there's never been a better time in history is just because of the internet alone has allowed us to find great talent to outsource the necessities that come with the really crucial parts of your book, right? The editing of your book, the book cover aspect, the formatting of the interior of the book. You know, you you can work with a self-publishing service like what I do with my business with Soulful Angel Publishing, or if you want to do it on your own and do put all those pieces together, you can. And that's what makes it so great is because the internet gives you those powers in your hand so that you put all those pieces together, you put it all up on Amazon KDP's platform, and boom, it's up there. You know, back in the day, those options were not available to us. You could not get a book out into the world unless you worked with a publishing house. And, you know, there's something scary about that, I think, to the publishing houses because they're realizing that they don't have the same power that they had before. And it gives us the power as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as hashtag author entrepreneurs to get in the driver's seat, quite literally. So late late last year, I actually dipped my toes into the unknown waters of traditional publishing. My Not myself, but I was working with a client who she came to me, and I'm not going to say her name because I'm not sure. She uh, wants me to talk in detail about this, but I will say she knew right from the get-go that she wanted to be a New York Times bestselling author. Now, you can't be a New York Times bestselling author until unless you have a book deal. So I will say that's an advantage in the traditional publishing house realm, right? That's an advantage they have. Put the check mark over there for that comparison chart. And when I started working with this woman who was the CEO of a really large tech firm, Again, she told me, Jessica, my goal is New York Times bestseller, and she knew she needed a traditional publishing deal, but she didn't know how to get it. So like I said, I I got to go into this unknown waters for me. I worked with her, and even though I hadn't worked with a traditional publishing house before, I did know more about the book world than just the average Joe Schmo on the streets. So she hired me, and we worked together to procure her a literary agent, uh, and then eventually to get a book deal. And she did get a book deal. And her book is now in the process of making its way through that publishing house so that it can uh, come to life and be published. Now, I'm telling you all this because recently she emailed me and she said after going through her own experience of putting on all this work with her manuscript, getting the book deal, and now working with the publisher, she actually now highly recommends self-publishing. So it's interesting. It's interesting to know that now that there's all these avenues, you know, some people are now seeing that, okay, there is a lot of attractiveness to self-publishing, but I do understand the allure of the book deal with the traditional publishing house. There's something about, you know, a big name saying, hey, you, you right there, you've been chosen. We've selected you, right? There's, it's, it's like you always wanted to be the first kid picked in dodgeball when you were growing up, not the last. <laughs> but there's that allure there. I get that. There's this prestige that comes with saying, I got a book deal. I understand that. And, you know, I think that when you're thinking about publishing a book, we sort of romanticize or fantasize that it's easier to get a book out into the world once you've gotten a book deal because 
all the stuff after you have your manuscript done is taken care of, right? Like the editing is done, the cover is done, all the marketing. And that is attractive as well. But I think what we need to keep in mind is that all of that stuff, all of that quote unquote easier path stuff comes with a cost. What is that cost? That's what we're talking about in this episode. So when we talk about the two big reasons to self-publish, we're also talking about the two big reasons not to work with a traditional publisher, a traditional publishing house. And those two reasons are this. Number one is money. And number two is control. So let's talk about that in more detail. By the way, before we jump into that, I just want to point out something crucial here. And that is that at the end of the day, whether you self-publish or traditionally publish a book, the end goal is the same thing, right? It's a book in hand that fingers crossed becomes a best-selling book. And I just want to point that out that however way you get there, the different pathways, it's still the same thing at the end of the day. It's the book in hand that helps grow your brand and your business that leverages you as a bigger name that can come from either avenue. Okay. So now I'm going back to these two big reasons to self-publish, aka the two big reasons not to traditionally publish with a publishing house. So reason number one, like I mentioned, is money. As entrepreneurs, we take pride in being in the driver's seat of what we're going to generate money-wise, right? You know, if we put our nose to the ground and say, I'm going to work my butt off this month, I'm going to have a really great month that equals more money in the bank for us. Cha-ching, cha-ching. The problem is when you're working with a traditional publishing house, you work hard and they're making a huge percentage. On average, a publishing house is making 80% of your royalty share. Now, of course, the reason for that is because they have to pay for all of the things that went into the creation of your book, their big name editors, their huge teams. You know, even Ryan Holiday, my husband shared a podcast with me where he talked about like Ryan Holiday going to one of his publisher's offices in New York and it was like a huge skyscraper. And, you know, he had this uh, almost like light bulb moment where he thought, huh, so like my book sales are paying for this office, <laughs> which is re- is a real thing, right? It's like this is why these publishing houses are so impressive because of the author's books that are sold. That Kara Allwell, like I mentioned earlier, that's one of the reasons why she really likes to self-publish because she saw the bottom line of what she was making from a book when she worked with a traditional publishing house and when she self-publishes on her own. So that is really big. And it's really really big for my clients that I work with. They think, you know what, if I'm going to put my blood, sweat, and tears in here, I better be able to see that on the back end. So that's number one. That's reason number one, money. Reason number two is control. Control. Control on several aspects here. Let's talk about the first one. Control of your content. When you are self-publishing, you control everything, which is, again, a great feeling as an entrepreneur, right? You know what strategies and what struggles and what stories you're going to share in your book, and you probably have a an idea, maybe you don't have a clear vision of exactly what you want in your book yet, but you have an idea, and it would kind of feel invasive 
if someone, a stranger, were to tell you, uh, we don't want that story. Eh, we don't think that that struggle is relevant. And you'd be like, what the heck? This is the whole basis of why I started my business was this story and this struggle. And I need to share this, right? You know, I've talked with authors that were devastated when certain stories were cut or altered or switched around or changed in their books. And when you work with a traditional publishing house, that just comes with the territory. They're the experts. They know best. You know, I'm not saying that sarcastically. Well, maybe I am a little bit. But, you know, they think they know best. But do they? I think a great example here is Brendan Bouchard, who is an author of many books, when he put out the Motivation Manifesto, which I think happened, I want to say 2014, he shared this great story about how when he was putting together this book, and by the way, this book with his original publisher he got a seven-figure advance, like a seven-figure book deal, right? Which sounds really cool hearing, okay, wow, someone's going to pay me a million dollars to write a book? Okay, I'll do it. When Brendan Burchard was putting out the Motivation Manifesto, he had finished his manuscript, he had given his manuscript to the publishing house, and they basically said, nope, we don't like it. We want to completely alter it. I know that I love that book. If you own that book, you know that that book reads very different than traditional nonfiction books. It does feel like a manifesto because it's all teachings. And it actually goes against what I teach my students and my clients in that it's all teachings and no stories. And I know that's why the publishing house probably didn't like it because they were telling him probably from experience, these types of books don't resonate. We need stories to connect with our readers. Authors and readers connect with each other through stories and struggles that they share. But he was so dead set. Brendan Bouchard was so dead set on sharing this vision of this manifesto book that he had that he said, I can't. I can't change it. It has to be what I gave you. That it literally became, well, we're not going to publish it as is. And he said, well, I'm not going to publish it if I have to change it. And I don't know the full details of how he got out of it, but I know that he somehow broke the contract for his book deal. He paid back his $1 million advance and he didn't work with that publisher anymore. And this was 2014. So who knows if this happened today? If he were to, he probably would self publish, but he ended up working with a smaller publishing house that basically said, yeah, we'll publish whatever you want, Brendan, you're Brendan Richard. And, um, you know, he basically got the AOK of the manuscript to make no changes to it before going to publishing. And, you know, and that ended up being, uh, ended up being a New York Times bestselling book, the Motivation Manifesto in the form that he created it. So, you know, it's almost like a a pretty woman moment where it's like she comes back to the store and says, hey, look what I did. Look, you know, look at, ha ha ha, look over here, look what I did. He, I'm sure, had his own little moment showing the old publishing house. You wanted to change it. I kept it the same and it's still a best-selling book. So, you know, that sort of need to control our content is so ingrained in us as business owners that it's hard to think that someone has that power to take it away from us. But when you work with a traditional publisher, they do. Now, on top of the control of content, The other aspect is control of time. You know, when you are self-publishing, you can go as fast or as slow as you want. 
And it's the really the difference between, you know, if you've worked for a big company, you know, things work very slow. If you work for a smaller company or as a business owner, you know, things can move very fast. So I think that's really exciting as a business owner. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I love being a business owner because, you know, I'll have a random idea and think, I want to do this next month. And then it, I make it come true. And it's the same for you, right? You could legitimately say, next month, I'm going to publish a book. And if you wrote it, if you got it edited and it, and it was all ready, it could come true. That would never happen in the traditional publishing world, right? I mean, if I got a book deal tomorrow, I turn my manuscript in the next week, it still would be like a full year out. And who knows how, how much things could change in a year, both internally with my own outlooks and what I'm sharing, but also externally in the world, right? So having the power to control not only your content in your book, but also controlling the timing of everything is a really attractive feature. But I also want to point out here that <laughs> point a, a piece of advice, I guess, is um, when you have deadlines from a traditional publishing house, you'll probably adhere to them. When you're on your own deadlines, <laughs> some things get out of hand, especially when it comes to a book because it's easy to push off. So hire someone like me or someone else or have a friend set deadlines for you or your coach set deadlines for you so that you can at least adhere to some sort of deadline when putting your manuscript and your book out into the world. But having that control in your wheelhouse is really, really attractive. So to recap here, what are you giving up when you work with a traditional publisher, you're giving up money, you're giving up control. And as an entrepreneur, this should be a big turnoff for you. And there is a better way, self-publishing. It puts you in the driver's seat for whatever you want, unlimited revenue potential, and the ability to create exactly what you envision within your book on your own timeline. Now, after all of this, if you're still thinking, I want a book deal, (laughs) then I will say this. If you want a book deal and you're already like big, maybe you have a huge email list and you have huge uh, huge numbers of social media followers, then go ahead, go after it. If you don't have those, it's very hard to get a book deal, just in all realistically speaking here. But self-publish first, self-publish first, because if you self-publish first, and again, you can do it as fast as or as slow as you want, it actually helps when you're pitching to literary agents and publishing houses in the future because it gives them an idea of not only the type of content that you have and what kind of writer that you are, but also you're able to actually show them what kind of numbers you can bring in. That's really attractive as well. So the self-publishing route just hands down to me, ding, 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 winner. They are the winner here on so many fronts. This is why I do what I do because I truly believe that self-publishing is the best route to go. And if you don't want to do it alone, you don't have to do it alone. You can hire a self-publishing service like what I do. But no matter what, get your book and your story out there. Use it to grow your business and brand and become an author entrepreneur. When you write your story, you change the world. Thanks so much, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.
Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. You listen to the podcast, now it's time for you to read the book. Author Entrepreneur is officially a best-selling book, and if you've ever wondered how to make your book dream a reality, Author Entrepreneur will show you step-by-step how to write, launch, and leverage a short nonfiction book that can catapult your business so you can maximize your impact and build a six-figure business or even start one from scratch. Check it all out at jessicadebry.co slash book and make sure to download your free Jumpstart Your Journey bonus author entrepreneur bundle at jessicadebry.co slash book or search for author entrepreneur on Amazon. See you on the next episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you.